is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan for our number three on a Tuesday with Superfly Hayes producing the show. Graham Couch with an update on everything going on in East Lansing from Tom Izzo and Michigan State Basketball, Big Ten Media Days. What's the latest on the Mel Tucker situation? I didn't see that Detroit news story. Uh, Michigan State, uh, an investigation show they're not following Title IX protocol. So we'll talk to Graham Couch coming up uh, in a few moments. Tim 20 man, DetroitLions.com uh, before the end of the hour. You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Superfly Hayes, keeping this show going. He's a great producer. Knubel was awesome in studio. So was John Vanderwall. Knubel on life and hockey and. Vanderwall on the MLB playoffs and the Tigers. Also, Brett and I have been busy trying to organize our huge rivalry cup, which is Monday at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford and the Alpine Golf Club on the northwest side of GR Comstock Park. We're organizing 144 golfers, 72 two-person teams. To say the tension between me and Superfly when we're trying to finalize the golfers and the drawings and who gets the free twosome and lunch and three nine-hole matches and it's Michigan versus Michigan State fans. Three times I said, we're just not doing this. After everything, in between breaks during this show, we have come up that we need 10 two-person Michigan State teams to fill out the 72 golfers at the Alpine Golf Club for the noon shotgun on Sunday or Monday, excuse me, this Monday. We need six two-person Michigan State teams to fill out the 8 a.m. shotgun. Again, 72 golfers each course. That's pretty good, what we've already filled up in less than a week. And the Michigan fans are lining up. We got we have a waiting list with about 20. Michigan twosomes. We have a waiting list. I'm like a hot restaurant. Sorry, we can't get you in right now. But we do have 10 Spartan twosomes for 
the Alpine Golf Club in the noon shotgun and six for the 8 a.m. shotgun at the North Kent Golf Club. If you want to get in, uh, the twosomes are free. Lunch is free. Prizes from the Grand Rapids Gold, Grand Rapids Griffins. It's a Ryder Cup-like event. It's really cool. So if you want the twosome, go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter. You'll see the pin post. Michigan State fans, we, we're not taking it, drawing any more Michigan names because we got the waiting list. I knew this would happen because the Spartan fans, they didn't want to show up on the golf course. What's going on? So add a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. You'll see the pin post. Or you can call Superfly Hayes at 1-866-838-4843 and reserve your Michigan State tooth, and that's all we're taking. Ten more for the noon shotgun at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park. Six more for the morning shotgun at the North Kent Golf Club. Thank you, Nick Lipinski, Eric Schwab. Also, Nick and his family own the Arrowhead Golf Course in Carroll and the Thumb. Good stuff. I will say, anybody who's put together a league, a golf outing, a tournament, there's nothing more stressful in life. I know what women go through with childbirth now. That's what I know. (laughs) Uh, Graham Couch, a great golfer, one of the best in the media, leads the media league board. Like his, his, uh, I think his... Handicap is like plus eight, even better than Tiger in his day at plus three. How you doing, Graham, from the Lansing State Journal, Couch in the Rube podcast? What's happening? I'm good. I do organize the the LSJ co-ed softball team. That's about as far as I go with my organizational skills. So yeah, I, I created I created that team a, a decade ago to try to meet my wife, who was in the newsroom. And a decade later, she no longer plays, but I'm still running the team. So there you go. Yeah, I remember. The only girls softball team I ran, I was 21. And my buddy's wife said, hey, Bill, you know baseball, softball. Could you be our coach and run the team, handle practices and games? And then I started dating a good-looking second baseman who couldn't hit, but she batted leadoff in my lineup. And uh, the team... The team voted to throw me out four games in as a <laughs> as a slow pitch, by the way, as a slow pitch softball coach. I was shown the door by – I had one vote, and it was that same second baseman. The rest voted me out. Now you you got to have integrity in your, your lineup decision. 21. Lineup, you know what, Graham? Uh, send me an email on the list of your integrity at 21. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all want to compare notes on, yeah, uh, Bill, can you show us your integrity at the age of 21? Um, uh, can I get back to you on that? Give me about five years to build that resume up. Okay. And then we'll... There's no question. There's no question. I I, uh, I, I once went working at the school newspaper, and, and I'll leave the college out just so people don't go find this story, but I, I once uh, hired a, a young woman to do a story on the Harlem Globetrotters because I was very attracted to her, and she was. Uh, she came back and did like a game story on the Globetrotters, who, who obviously win every game. Like there was no color or anything. They beat the Generals and they they won the game. And uh, the yeah, the people at the school paper gave me a lot of grief for that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, you're like she goes, breaking news: the Globetrotters won another game. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. She, she goes, it looked, and, 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 and her lead in her story was, it looked like the Washington Generals weren't even trying. <laughs> <laughs> I love those days, man. Being young and dumb, it was the best. All right, uh, what, what's the latest? I, I saw that Detroit News story about you know a Title IX 
review, investigation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you got they're looking for a school president. You have uh, the Mel Tucker situation. The transfer portal hasn't been overrun. Uh, the red shirts haven't uh, all lined up and asked for it. How how would you? What's an update for a Michigan State fan listening anywhere uh, in Michigan right now? What is the latest on everything connected to MSU? Well, I think you're just you're entering a uh, sort of a new phase in a sense, but a really critical two month juncture for the future of the program. And you're, you're talking about, I mean, two months from today, they should have a coach in place. And will they might even have a school new school president in place? Although I'm, I'm tempted, uh, you know, I don't think that's that's as likely. Uh, but it's going to get interesting because you know, will everybody be on the same page? Will um, how much interest there'll be? Will they be able to close on the candidate that that ultimately they want? And will the donors and the athletic director and the board all see you know see eye to eye on everything? Uh, at least for this, the purposes of getting the right candidate in. And then, meanwhile, you've got a season that's playing out, and you've got a, a team that is. I think, to the credit of the team, really hung in there to this point. Now, we'll see how long that continues, but the fact that only three guys to this point have entered the portal and, and left, um, I think, says something about these guys. Now, it also says there's been some good messaging in terms of they don't need to enter the portal now unless they're sure they want to leave because the portal will be open to them at the end of the season. I'm sure there will be lots of guys making decisions then. But I, I am. I, I frankly thought there would be a lot more, uh, a, a lot more distractions and a lot more guys jumping ship, and that this would be a lot more chaotic for the team than it, than it has actually um, turned out to be to this point. So uh, six months from now, when we look at Michigan State from who the new president is, who the new head coach is. Uh, what players remain? You mentioned only three so far in the transfer portal. How do you think everything will look? It's a great question. I mean, obviously they'll have a new coach, um, you know, and I think people need to get behind that new coach. And, and the, the real question is how many of these players they're able to, to keep, especially the, the, the best of the 2022 and 23 recruiting classes where I think there's some considerable young talent. And, and if they can keep a lot of those guys – you know, then it's because those guys are going to grow into being the sort of upperclassmen and key guys in the program. If you, if you keep a lot of those guys, this doesn't have to be so ugly. Um, but I, I do think, you know, they, they've got a lot to do. They've got to rebrand a, a, a new NIL collective. They've got to they've got to coalesce in certain ways um, that that they aren't right now. They've got to you know they've got to make sure they're all on the same page. Um, but. Uh, they're going to have a new coach and people will be sort of high or not high on that coach. And, and they'll be in spring practice six months from now. And, and um, you know, the, the problem they've got is that, you know, the, the, the timing of all this coincides with Michigan being at its absolute height, Ohio state still being very good. Penn state being as good as ever, you know, Oregon and, and Washington at highs coming into the league, USC coming into the league. Like it, it, it's not a time where the league allows you to um, to ease into things or to do a slow build and, and be competitive or to be a nine-win type program and, and have a whole lot of success just because it's so good. 
Now, other people will slide and maneuver, and not everybody will remain up top and all that stuff, but um, I think that's part of it, too. I think what's happening now, what's leading to some of the extra angst, is just how good Michigan is, how good everybody is around them. Graham College, College of the Root podcast, wherever you download podcasts, Lansing State Journal, Opinion Maker, solid uh, Twitter feed joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, the Urban Meyer, uh, is it a hope? Is it a dream? Is it real? I, I get students who are kids of buddies of mine saying Urban Meyer was spotted in Lansing. He's interviewed. It's message boards. It's Twitter. Tough to separate truth from fiction. How real is it for Urban Meyer as a candidate to replace Mel Tucker? I mean, I don't think it's completely unreal. Um, I, I, I do know that they've, you know, sort of kicked the tires a little bit. I think there have been discussions and communications with him. Now, how much that is about him or other candidates, you know, where that is, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I still would put it as unlikely he becomes the next coach. I still don't know that he's the right fit to be the next coach. Um, but I also understand the excitement. And, and there's some problematic things about Urban Meyer, um, you know. And and the other thing is, I I'm, I'm one who sort of thinks the, you know, the job is to find Urban Meyer 20 years ago. The job, I mean, my mother could hire Urban Meyer. Not I mean, I mean that would be an incredible story if she did. But what I mean is, he, he's a 60 year old guy that everybody knows. The job is to find, you know, Kalen DeBoer, who's now the coach at Washington. Everybody could have had him when he was at Fresno State. The job is to identify him at Fresno State. The job is to identify Urban Meyer when he's at Bowling Green, when he's at Utah, to understand that's when you've, you've got somebody who's special. Now, it's, it's easy to identify the guy. Now, I also don't know that Urban Meyer's done as a coach and done as a winning coach, and he's won everywhere he's been in college football, so I get the allure. I think, and I don't think this, I know that, you know, some of the top donors really want him, and that's where a lot of this has begun. This isn't like fan-driven. This is, you know, Ishbia St. Andre-driven. And so they would like Urban Meyer. Um, whether the overall school would accept that, you know, I, I don't know. And how interested he is, I don't think Michigan State should grovel for him. I don't think – I think Urban Meyer's got to really want this. I think you have to strike the right tone. I think – you know, I mean, this is there was some stuff with him that's problematic at the way things ended at Ohio State at a university that's dealing with a little of that same stuff now, different storylines. But you can't introduce him without there being an, an acknowledgement of that if if you were to go during, uh, go that route. So there there are things you'd have to do. Uh, but he is an out of work coach who's available, and you've got this long runway. So I get why that makes some sense to at least explore to at least. Um, see if he has any interest, what that interest might be. And then, you know, and then also to, to pick his brain like you would, you know, anybody else about who he's worked with who might be good to pursue. Well, who would you say is the realistic list right now, just from your perspective, Graham, on names you know that are out there uh, to replace Tucker? Who, who would be one, two, and three? Realistic choices, it, not, not the dream list. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, it's 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 hard to say though because it, it, it's so early in the uh, in the race. Like Mike Elko at Duke is somebody that uh, a couple weeks ago a lot of people were very interested. In. I think he's an excellent coach. I think he'd be probably a good fit given his ties and where he's been and, and 
what he's been able to do at, at Duke and what he's done in bigger programs. I think he would he would um, he would make sense to some degree. But I, I also think you have to uh, you have to let the interview do the work. The, the guy at Washington State, every time he talks, I think that's a that's a guy you want to have. He's got Midwest ties as well. But again, you got to let the interview do the work. And I really think that getting ahead, you know, we can all come up with lists and names and, and because there are, and there are no really candidates yet. That's the other thing. There are guys that they may be somewhat interested in, in, in looking at. But when a lot of these candidate lists first emerged, including from national reporters, that was all bull, just from agents, you know, and that's the way that works in that game. And that's fine, and that's how they do their jobs, but it's not real. Um, and, and so they weren't at a point yet where anything was real. And I think when you look at the history of, of making that hire successfully or unsuccessfully, the, the best times have been when the interview really did the work. The Nick Saban interview in 1995 is legendary. The Mark D'Antonio interview is, is, is regarded as, as, as an obvious choice of this is the guy you're going to have. And let that speak to you. Let that work a little bit. There's obviously a lot of background work. Lots of people interview well who aren't great coaches. But there have been times where that interview has really set somebody apart and made people realize that was a fit for the school and for the job. And I think you, you have to let that play out. So when, uh, by what's the time frame that they need a new head football coach in East Lansing? Well, what would you, how would you set that date? Yeah, I mean, you really can't go much more than like a week after the season. They're not going to do it before the season. I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't think you'll see that. They'll respect, even if they were to make a move privately, and, and they're trying to do this as quiet as possible, you know, m- more so than even other times, even if they were to really have somebody in place um, a little before the end of the season, I don't think you'd, they, they would do everything they could not to have any movement on that until after that Friday night Thanksgiving weekend game against Penn State out of respect for the current coaches and players and, and all of that. But I, I think a week after that, you sort of got to have somebody. The only way you don't is if somehow you're waiting on somebody who's playing in a conference championship game or something like that. So maybe so maybe you're looking at 10 days after the finale tops, uh, but that's about as, 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 as late as you can go, I think. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Also, Graham Couch on Twitter, if I have to spell Couch. He's asked me privately not to have you follow him on Twitter. We have to spell C-O-U-C-H. Graham, thank you so much for the update on everything MSU. Anytime, Bill. Take care. Graham Couch checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, I just, you know, when you get a Detroit news story yesterday about they're not following Title IX protocol, it has nothing to do with the, tel- uh, the Mel Tucker case. They're just talking about the school I... What's going on? And when you're looking for a president, when you're looking for a head coach, when your AD is questioned about the way he handled Tucker, what's your leadership? The board of trustees? They're the most political entity in this state, the Michigan State Board of Trustees. Like I said, those who are big donors, those who love that university, you need to unite, step up, and demand better. That's it. I give you my opinion. I'm not piling on. I think I'm fair with Graham, and Graham's fair back to me. I'm fair with Izzo. I'm fair with Michigan State fans. Don't blame me. Go change the leadership. That's it, because there are really good Michigan State fans across this country. On the way, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. We'll talk about the win over the Panthers. Look ahead to the matchup with the Buccaneers on Sunday. 
Timmy in our next segment. And like I mentioned, uh, we're finalizing all the teams in the huge rivalry cup. 144 golfers, 72 golfers at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. 72 golfers at the Alpine Golf Club where Nick Lipinski and his family just made that purchase. They'll take over officially after this golf season. So we're providing two, well, actually twosomes with three nine-hole matches, Ryder Cup-like format, Michigan versus Michigan State fans. We are full. We are more than full on people asking to win a twosome and the lunch and a shot of great prizes from the Grand Rapids Gold and the Grand Rapids Griffins. But we need 10 twosomes for Michigan State fans for the noon shotgun Sunday at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park on the northwest side of GR. Six Michigan State twosomes for the 8 a.m. shotgun Monday. They are free twosomes. They include lunch. You have to be 21 and up. So there's two different ways uh, you can grab them within the next 24 hours. You can go to at Huge Show on Twitter. You'll see the pinned tweet, The Huge Show, on Facebook. Or let Superfly know who your twosome will be. We'll just need the golf handicaps, and you'll be set. Ten MSU twosomes for the noon shotgun at the Alpine Golf Club in Comstock Park here on the west side of the state. Six 8 a.m. shotguns for Monday. And it's a huge rivalry cup, Michigan versus Michigan State fans. We expanded it this year due to demand and we're taking over two courses. And Nick Lipinski and Eric Schwab are going to put together great food and giveaways and liven the place up. It will be awesome. And I'll be broadcasting live Monday 3 until 6 from the Alpine Golf Club off of Alpine, like I said, in Comstock Park. So let Superfly know if you want one of the 10 noon shotgun twosomes at Alpine or one of the six twosomes left on the MSU side only. For 8 a.m., let Superfly know your twosome, your golf handicaps, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, or the easiest way. Uh, drop them at HUGE Show on Twitter, on the pin tweet, the HUGE Show on Facebook, on the pin post. Lions-Bucks conversation next. St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The bye week is over, and apparently Michigan State did not lose any key football players at all to the transfer portal or to a redshirt. Bring on Rutgers this Saturday at noon on the road for the Spartans, a second consecutive road game. It's rare when Michigan State is an underdog to the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, but Rutgers is 4-2 and and a a 5.5 point favorite, and the Spartans are looking to end a three-game losing streak of that. The big question going into this game, who plays quarterback? Is it Noah Kim, Katenhauser, even Sam Levitt? The Spartans have struggled with just one offensive touchdown in the past three games, so does Kim get another shot after having two weeks to prepare? We'll find out on Saturday. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss. And you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Michigan, the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I did mention at the top of the hour, CBS Sports NFL Power Poll. 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins, Lions. Lions should be third in that poll. Speaking of the Lions, Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, NFL columnist, insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Good, Good. How are you? I'm just trying to soak in what's happening with the Lions that is unprecedented. Uh, just they're, they look like one of the best in the NFL. They're being recognized as one of the best so far. I know it's still early in the season. They got basically a three-game lead over the Packers Five games in, a three-game lead over the Vikings and the Bears. They have quality depth where they're losing C.J., lose Mosley, next man up. They don't have Gibbs. They don't have Branch. Oh, my Lord. Uh, and they still find a way to get it done. I mean, I just next man up, depth, all the things I talked about in the offseason that I thought could lead to one of the greatest seasons the Lions have ever had, and they continue uh, to prove me right. Yeah, um, you know, complimentary football. That's what I think good teams do, you know. And and I thought the last week was a perfect example of that, right? Your defense gets, you know, three takeaways in Carolina territory. What does your offense do? Score 21 points off those. Um, you Like you talked about, you've got guys that are – 
stepping up and playing. Uh, kudos to, to Brad Holmes and, and the depth that he's built on this football team. To have a guy like C.J. Gardner-Johnson go down, and there's Tracy Walker, a guy who started 37 games, just able to step in and play. And same thing the other day, you know, you lose Branch, Will Harris, um, you know, a guy who's played and started a lot of football, be able to step in and made some plays for you. So um, it's it's a credit all the way around. Look, when you got a ten, top 10 offense and you have a top 10 defense and you drafted well and you've got depth and you play complementary football, this is what happens. Yeah, I left out saying Brown with Branch and Gibbs all sitting. Now you have that luxury. You know, normally we'd see Mosley go down two plays in and say, oh, my God, the sky's falling. And now I look at the schedule and it's a big game. Or back-to-back big games because they've taken care of business on the road uh, at Arrowhead, at Lambeau. They could find a way to win these next two coming home for that Monday night game with the Raiders and then the bye week. Uh, They'll be right there in the mix for home field advantage conversation with the Eagles and the Niners. So what do you think about this 3-1 and Tampa team they're playing Sunday? Well, I think they're really good defensively. I think that's what stands out when I look at them. And then, obviously, the weapons on the outside, when you talk about Evans and Godwin and, and some of those um, you know, outside big-time receivers, I think, look, you've got to be steady with them on offense. I think just keep doing what you've been doing on offense. Lean on David Montgomery and your offensive line. Um, don't make mistakes if you're Jared Goff. Take what's there. And he's been a, he's done a great job doing that. And then, to me, you know, Baker Mayfield's playing some pretty good football, but I think he's a guy that'll make mistakes if you rattle him, if you get after him, um, if you pressure him, get him off his spot, and you know, make him you know get out of the pocket, try to throw on the run. Look, he's going to make some plays, but he's we've seen over the years there's a tendency to make some mistakes too. So I think that's the game plan. Just be what you are on offense. Continue to do what you do. Run the football. Let everything else. Um, you know, happen off your run game. And then defensively, to me, you just got to pressure Baker. And I think Baker will give you, you know, a couple opportunities to have a big takeaway, and that could be the difference in that game. You know, also, I think the Heat is going to be, you know, an issue. I haven't looked at what the temperature is going to be like there, but, you know, it's cold here in the 40s, 50s. Um, So, you know, you've got to deal with the humidity, deal with the heat a little bit. It's still fairly early. We're not too many weeks away from 80 degrees, so I don't think it'll be that much of an issue. But, you know, conditioning fourth quarter, it's a close game. That's always something to, to, to watch when you go play Tampa and Miami down in Florida as well. Well, what's impressed you the most about this team that you didn't expect going back to the offseason or training camp, at least early on? Number one against the run. Uh, I think that's very surprising. You look at the issues had last year, and look, they, you know, they were better, you know, obviously toward – um, the end of the year, you know, minus the Carolina game, obviously. Um, but to me, I, I, just how they've been able to handle the run, um, how they're playing their gaps, how they're trusting each other up front. You know, one guy isn't trying to do another guy's job and trying to do too much. Everybody's just doing their job. They're trusting the guy next to them, and they're they're stopping the run. I mean, no team has rushed for 100 yards in a game against Detroit this year. I think that's terrific at, at five weeks and I think that's how you play good defense uh, you stop the run you make teams um, one dimensional you make teams have to throw the football um, and then you know that I think has generated some turnovers and allowed guys like Eden Hutchinson and um, Charles Harris and other guys to get to the quarterback but to me I think defensively has been a pleasant surprise, but especially what they've been able to do against a run to have the number one rush defense in the NFL for five weeks is pretty impressive 
Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com, columnist insider when it comes to Lions and the NFL, joining us on the Roast Umberg Coffee Guest Line. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, just emerging as one of the best in the NFC, NFL leadership on the field, off the field, uh, not making mistakes. How much longer do you think before they give him a new deal? I really wouldn't be surprised if it happened at some point in the season, and certainly it's going to happen in the off season if they continue on this track, if they make the playoffs, win the division, um, do what they're doing right now. Um, look, he's 28 years old. He still has a lot of uh, football ahead of him. Uh, I think he has certainly proven to Lions fans that, that he's the long-term answer here. Uh, he ranks in the top 10 in the NFL in every major statistical category from the quarterback position. He's got complete command of this offense. Guys respect the hell out of him. And um, yeah, I would expect, I wouldn't be surprised if that announcement was made at any point during the season, but certainly I would expect it to be um, you know, after the season, before next season, if, if not done during the season. <laughs> When I mentioned the CBS NFL power poll, having them into the top five, right there with Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins, uh, is there anything missing that they still need, Tim, that if you pause for a moment, what would it be? Not a negative, but just you're keeping an eye on this. Yeah, I'd say cornerback depth, maybe a little bit. You know, I know they signed uh, veteran guys to the, the practice squad uh, today. They're they're obviously going to keep their eyes open there. Um, you know, obviously you lose Mosley, and that was that was a big loss. You know, I think if if you lose a guy like Cam Sutton to an injury that that's maybe longer than a day to day, week to week, or Derek, I think you're starting to get a little thin at quarterback or cornerback. Excuse me. So. Um, that would be one area maybe Brad Holmes has is, is got an eye toward here at the trade deadline or if, if somebody becomes available um, you know, for one of those teams looking for a salary dump or just to move to younger players. I think that's maybe the one area they could maybe use one more body or, or two just in case something happens to, to, to Jerry or Cam. Um, they'd, they'd be in a little bit of a tough spot there. I did see 80 degrees and sunny Sunday in Tampa. Exact weather right. here in Michigan. Same thing. <laughs> hey, as long as it's not 100, right? No, it's at 80, 80 and sunny, and you got a you got a front pushing through, a lot of humidity right now uh, there in northwest Florida, and it's going to push out, and the temperature should be a comfortable 80 degrees Sunday for kickoff with the Bucks and the Lions. Well, it was 80 degrees here last week, so the guys, it's not too foreign to us here. We kind of just skipped fall. We went from um, summer right into the, the 40s here, into in, in closing in on, on winter territory here, but that's Michigan. So 80 degrees isn't too bad. I just was hoping it wasn't going to be 90, 95, 100. That's when, you know, I, we've had some games down in, in, uh, in Miami where that humidity was over 100, and they put you in the sun there at the visitor side, and, and that can get tough. But 80 degrees is, is uh, certainly something the Lions should be able to handle. You know, Timmy, when you and I are breaking down humidity, we know it's a good Lions football season. I know. I know. What else do we have to talk to? We're talking about the weather. In we're, now we're like, wait, I got no, you got negative. You go like, yeah, maybe if Cam Sutton goes down, uh, I'm like, uh, you know, the high pressure ridge moved through. It's a little sticky now, but it's going to be perfect Sunday. Let Campbell know. There's not a lot of bad associated with this football team right now, and that's a credit to Brad Hall. Nothing. That's a credit to that's a credit to Sheila Hamp. Amen. That's a credit, and that's a credit to, to to Dan Campbell. I think they've got all the right pieces in place. This is a team that's 
um, talented. They're deep. Uh, they're getting huge contributions from young guys, which bodes well for this, not just being a 2023 thing, for this being a 24, 25, and a consistent thing. So if you're a Lions fan, you should be uh, really, really happy about where the Lions are. I've been covering this team for 15 years. This is the best football team I've covered in my 15 years, and uh, um, this is probably the most excited I've been about a, a, you know, a, a team in my 15 years and their ability to, to not just you know, make the playoffs, but win the division and, and, and maybe do some damage and, and us be, you know, playing some pretty good football in, into, into January and who knows, hopefully February. They get home field advantage. They won't lose at home. I, I said that back in July and August, and I just, I agree with you that I looked. The one thing I noticed during the offseason, Tim, that the depth was unprecedented with the Lions. And that depth, when you look at the injuries they've already suffered this year, that they found a way to step up and still get it done. Tim, I got to get to a network TO. Always good to talk Lions football with you. Enjoy that game Sunday in Tampa. All right, sounds good. All right, Tim 20 men checking in from DetroitLions.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber, they bring their beans in from Central America, roasted in Grand Rapids, served up in retail stores all across the state, or you can order up. For your home or business at RoastUmber.com. And the Nitro Cold Brew in a can is the ultimate wake-up drink. No additives, no sugar, any time of the day. Look for that in your local stores or order it online at RoastUmber.com. And remember, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, podcasts, they are free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. And now to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age, no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports, whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach. Laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles, and skin texture with little to no downtime. And also during the month of October, you can save $250 on laser by booking with Urban U. Go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. 
Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. Maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. The box office and etix.com. Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks, the show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh, my. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, who joins us from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And Timmy, what's happening at Soaring Eagle? And so much going on. We got uh, we, we got the best promotions, the best shows. We talk about it every week, Bill. You know that. Uh, bang for the buck, Saturdays in October, when you're sure of $100,000 in cash and prizes. Let me tell you how it works. Every hour from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., one lucky Access Club winner will be drawn to win $2,000 in cash. Moolah. And then on October 28th, we're giving away a two-night, three-day hunt. For, uh, for one, plus a guest at the Double D Ranch, which is a big game hunting uh, compound, which is amazing. They got all the stuff. You name it, they got it. Uh, elk, buffalo, you name it. Uh, whitetail. And, of course, alongside that, you're going to get a 2023 Polaris Ranger XP 1000 North Star Edition from uh, Rector's Motorsports. So that's a huge promotion for us. And then we move on over to the show. We got a sold-out show with Patty LeBlanc and Gladys Knight, October 13th. That's going to be dynamite. And then uh, the 21st of October, Foreigner, the farewell tour. And then we're moving on to the 27th. We've got Impractical Jokers at 7 p.m. and then 10 p.m. Two shows for the Impractical Jokers. You've seen them on True TV. You're going to not want to miss that one. And then we're having our huge Friday night Halloween party, October 28th, where you can win $1,000 first place in premium play in three different categories, all the way to 10th place. So big money being spent there. Great, great costumes come through uh, here in our entertainment hall. It's absolutely free, but enter if you dare. And then, of course, on uh, November 10th, Chris Tucker will be in the house. You know him from all the Rush Hour movies, Fridays. Can't find a bigger star right there. Hunks, the show, November 17th. Me and Bill will be starring in that. I know mm, that. Yeah, tickets are moving really fast. Hold on, I'm, I'm checking Soren Eagle Ticket Tracker. They just went up by... 10,000% announcing that you and I will be on stage in man thongs. That's right. That's a true story I just made up. Mm. Uh, Ken, <laughs> Ken John, November 18th. <laughs> oh, man, this is a horrible sight. It is. Uh, Wheel of Fortune Live, November 24th. December 1st, Cliff Black with special guest Michigan's own Josh Grayson. So that was really exciting. Uh, December 8th, Jay Leno with very special guest Arsenio Hall, so I know the dog pound will be in the house. 
And then uh, also we got Rock and Rum with Don Felder from the Eagles. That's right. And that uh, heavy metal, I know you know that jam. Kenny G, December 10th. And my man, Smokey Robinson, December 27th. I'm very excited about that one. I love it when Motown's in the house and Smokey, uh, he's one of my faves. So a lot going on, Bill, and uh, we appreciate you getting the message out. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's a great day today. Yeah, every day is a great day at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Everything Timmy just talked about and more. Show tickets, uh, hotel room. If you haven't seen the redesign they've done over the last 18 months, fabulous. Ruth Chris Steakhouse and more. The Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub, Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination. It's all waiting for you at SoarinEagleCasino.com. You can also download uh, the Soren Eagle app. And if you're listening on 100.9 FM, The Mitt, in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, don't forget about the sister property to Soren Eagle, the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel. Timmy, good to hear your voice. Have a great week, and we'll talk in seven days. Go Lions. Appreciate you, Bill. Thanks. All right. There he is, the fun governor, Tim McCullough, joining us from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.